welcome back to La Taza de Esporto. Welcome back to the continent. The Dennis Bergkamp to the Thierry Henry. That is the main show. And we're going to start in Spain. Xavi's first match against Espanyol. And Barca were absolutely lucky to get a single point here, let alone all three. Um, a soft penalty, to say the least, netted them their only goal. And Espanyol had some big misses, hitting the post a few times at the end. So obviously you don't want to draw too many conclusions from just a couple games, but it looks like, at least for these early stages, this Xavi Barcelona team might just struggle to score. Uh, also had a nil-nil home draw that was really crucial in terms of hurting their chances of advancing in their Champions League group. So it looks like possibly Europa League looms for Barcelona which is just really, really strange to say out loud. What about Atleti? Atleti have actually made a habit of winning late this season, and they did it again at the weekend uh, with the late goal from a set piece in a match that honestly is not really worth talking about. It was kind of a snoozer, and Atleti also losing in their... Champions League group 1-0 to Milan and Atleti now sit at the absolute bottom of the so-called group of death in the Champions League which of course also uh, featuring Porto and Liverpool and you know I have to say Atleti for me coming into the season looked like pretty strong favorites to repeat and they've been really disappointing so time will tell but maybe Simeone um holding on for just a little bit too long, or holding on, maybe not the best phrase there, but maybe sticking around a little bit too long. Um, maybe by the end of the season, people will be saying that maybe he should have just gone out on top. But who knows? They might be able to still turn things around, but not going too well at the moment for Atleti. Still, of course, in the title picture in La Liga, but not quite, I think, where a lot of people, myself included, expected them to be a team though that is absolutely flying Real Madrid just look a cut above everyone else in La Liga right now and you know when you look at their roster despite some of the age of some key players it's not really too much of a surprise and Tony Cruz in recent matches has just shown even at 31 years old he absolutely still has it right really impactful um against Granada really impactful uh against Sheriff in the Champions League today as well. And they would actually be a part of my match to look forward to for this weekend. So I'm going to try to give you one match to watch this upcoming weekend from each of the leagues with hopefully as little to no um, doubling up, right? Uh, matches at different times at different days so you can try to catch as much of continental football as possible. And from La Liga here, I would go Madrid versus Sevilla Sunday at three. Uh, Sevilla currently sitting in third and I believe would go top uh, if they get all three points against Real Madrid at the weekend. All right, on to Bundesliga. And one of the big stories here is football related but not exactly having to do with on the pitch and that's the COVID situation right now at Bayern Munich. So Bayern had some players test positive. They had a lot of other players in protocol. These are players who chose not to get vaccinated. 
uh, Byron, as they are legally able to do under German laws, has decided that they are not going to play or excuse me pay players' wages while those players are uh, in quarantine or COVID protocol. So I believe some of those players' story, stories are starting to come out that some of the players who had held out or decided not to get vaccinated have since sort of changed their stance and gotten their jabs. But definitely a story to continue to keep an eye on over there in Germany. Um, and it was even more of a talking point because Byron lost uh, Friday against Augsburg 2-1. Uh, to one. Kept seeming like, you know, because of the skill of the Byron team, because of what we've all seen them do in recent years, if you're watching the match, you're just expecting that goal to come, expecting that goal to come, and it just never did. And who was able to take advantage of that was Dortmund. Uh, Marco Royce uh, getting a late winner uh, to make sure that Dortmund stay within touching distance. Uh, only one point off of Bayern Munich right now. So, you know, as much as someone could say it's always the same thing in the Bundesliga, Bayern always wins. And yeah, you know, uh, this would be 10 in a row if Bayern wins the Bundesliga again this year. But that doesn't mean there haven't been exciting title races in the process. And, you know, this 2-1 win against Stuttgart, like I said, it keeps Bayern with just within one point. Uh, or excuse me, keeps Dortmund within one point. And this is a Dortmund team that has been playing now for some time without their best player in Erling Holland. So even if Byron do end up winning a 10th title, as I said, it doesn't mean we're not going to get uh, a hell of a race. And Dortmund might, maybe some fans might be convinced into consider this um, a blessing, but uh, their result today against Sporting do mean they are not going to get out of their Champions League group. They will be dropping into the Europa League, which they may not take as seriously as if they had advanced in the Champions League. So maybe that could potentially be a blessing for them in their domestic title hopes because we, of course, expect Byron to go into the very, very latest stages of the Champions League. I would even say Byron, for me, probably the favorite if I had to pick one in the Champions League. A few other little notes in the Bundesliga. Um, Berlin or Derby, uh, Hertha versus Union Berlin. And surprisingly, or maybe unsurprisingly, given the history of the city of Berlin, there haven't been too many competitive fixtures between these two clubs. Uh, this is only the fifth time it's happened in the Bundesliga. And Union got a 2-0 win here. Um, and they're doing really, really well uh, for a team that hasn't been in the Bundesliga all that long. They are sitting in fifth place currently. So really, really doing well. Um, Frankfurt, two goals in the first half, just like Union got in their game. Uh, and that was enough to see Frankfurt past Freiburg 2-0. Freiburg, um, who have been sort of the surprise package in Bundesliga, Frankfurt sort of the opposite, uh, the sort of bad surprise, right? Underperforming so far in the league. But aside from first and second in the Bundesliga, it's a really tight table. Uh, only six points separate the 12th and 4th place teams. So if you're interested in watching a league where those, the fight for those European places and also looking like a thrilling title race, um, you know, can't recommend watching the Bundesliga enough. And if you haven't started, if you want to jump in, a great, well, yeah, a great match, excuse me, uh, to watch this weekend would be Wolfsburg versus Borussia Dortmund Saturday at 930 
All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I'll get this tongue-tied situation taken care of. Uh, Swins is going to hit you with the ad break, and then we'll be back to talk about Serie A. All right, welcome back. And huge title implications in Syria here as I look to finish up as quickly as possible to get you on your way to those Thanksgiving leftovers. Uh, crazy Inter almost making um, an unwanted comeback, right? Under Conte, they sort of famously tried to, to shed that crazy Inter um, vibe or mentality or, or image, so to speak. Um, and they got a win, a very important win for the title race. Uh, it means they're only four points off of joint leaders, Milan and Napoli, by getting a 3-2 win over Napoli. But as I said, crazy Inter almost returned. They almost blew it. Uh, Mario Rui had a header saved. Dries Mertens skies a volley late. So this was a very, very exciting match if you were watching it. If not, definitely go back and check it out. Worth a watch, even knowing the result. Unfortunately, though, some, some sad news there as well. Victor Osaman, a nasty uh, clash of heads, left him uh, with a, a really severe cheekbone injury, and he's going to be out for a couple of months, which is you know really bad news um, for him, for club, and for country. That match was wild, but an even wilder one. Uh, Fiorentina 4, Milan 3. Uh, this is a match where a lot of mistakes, and they led to goals. Most significantly, though, uh, Dusan Blavich once again shines. Um, two goals. He didn't have a ton of chances, but took them when they did. And he's such an all-around striker. Um, he can score any kind of goal, to be honest. Um he did not pen a new contract, uh, so his current contract at Fiorentina runs out in 2023. The club tried to make him their highest paid player of all time. He was not interested in the contract um, quotes for him for a January sale somewhere around $80 million. So it'll be interesting to see if someone bites on that because odds are by the time you get to summer, that is going to be in the triple digits because he is just a hell of a player. Real quick on Juve, uh, who looked absolutely abysmal against Chelsea, and it, it just shows to everybody, in case you weren't aware already, just how far off the pace Juve are when it comes to comparing them to the sort of true elites of European football, which, of course, Chelsea, the reigning Champions League champions and Premier League leaders, are absolutely um, at the pinnacle right now, and they just completely embarrassed Juve. Uh, but Juve were able to get a 2-0 win at the weekend against Lazio. Juve didn't look like conceding, but they didn't look like creating much either. Um, those two goals, of course, coming from two Benucci pens. And what to watch at the weekend here? We're going to go for Juve, uh, and we're going to go Atalanta-Juve Saturday at noon. Um, and that would leave you with those three matches with no schedule conflicts. But I'm going to throw one more um, where you would have to decide between the Madrid-Sevilla. If you're not too interested in that, I would recommend Napoli-Lazio Sunday at 2.45. And that's going to be it for La Taza de Esporto. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the pod. We appreciate it. Um, like, subscribe, tell a friend, check out the Instagram, all that good stuff. We have so many things that are going to be coming at you soon. Um, yeah, get on board while you can because the train's going to be moving and it's going to be going places, places that are good. And we want you there with us. 
and we'll see you next week. Peace. Long sleeve service. <laughs>